0: An ulterior motive for me doing these podcasts is really just to get to hang out with friends. Even then, I'm not very good at it, I'm afraid. My life is spent on the road, traveling around with the same group of people while concurrently meeting groups of new people each day in different cities, but when I'm home, I shut down. I get antisocial, choosing to exist solely on the grid, so to speak. Venturing out for an evening only happens when friends from other bands are playing in town. Otherwise, I savor the stillness. But I've also recognized that that's not the healthiest thing either. Especially since it's been going on this way for years. So these podcasts may be forced conversations, but they often yield some great discussion. And in this case, in this episode, just a really fun time. This week's episode has... Brendan Canning of Broken Social Scene, making his return to the podcast. Brendan's also my former roommate. Damien Abraham from Fucked Up, who I've already called this podcast's regular, steps up to the plate again, too, for a third time. I can do podcasts with these guys every day. Brendan and Damien are two guys with tons of stories, tons of opinions, and quite frankly, just really great hangs. I can be so closed off that it can take a very long time for me to warm up to someone. So this is a this is a lopsided view as to how I really am. I'm not usually this relaxed and candid. Maybe it's also because JC from our Danko uh, Jones extravaganza rock and roll band finally makes an appearance on the podcast too. A lot of people have been asking, why isn't JC coming on the podcast? And so here he is, folks. Thing is, JC and I travel and work together all year, and because this podcast is done on downtime, we all usually scatter in between tours. Working almost 17 years with someone will, will have that happen. But everyone's right, JC's appearance is long overdue. One presence which is definitely missing on this week's episode is Nick Flanagan, As you'll hear on the podcast, Nick wasn't able to make it as he was out of town, but as the co-host or the associate of this podcast thing we got going on, Nick will be back very soon. It must be noted that this episode was birthed on, of all places, Twitter. Tweets tagging Damien and Brendan and Visions Magazine in Germany had us all hashing out tentative plans to do a podcast together, but when... Well, we didn't know until Visions writer Jan Schwartzkamp flew into Toronto this past August to do his feature story on us for the magazine. It put the promised podcast at the top of everyone's to-do list, and what you're about to hear are the results. Jan is the fifth voice on this episode. As with every podcast, there are a few people to thank. Firstly, Noble Street Studios for lending us the room to conduct the podcast this week. We recorded our new album, Rock and Roll is Black and Blue, there. It comes out next week in North America, next week being October 9th, 2012. So it was very comfortable for at least JC and I to return. So thank you to Donnie from Noble Street Studios. Thanks also to Kevin as well from Noble Street. Thanks to Jan from Visions Magazine, who hung out with JC and I for almost 20 hours over a period of two days. This podcast was only the start of that hang and of course brendan and damien and jc thank you guys for making this one fun and funny podcast i think i laughed i think you can hear me laughing through the whole thing uh i also want to thank all the people who've been leaving comments on the itunes stores and leaving ratings thank you to bridget s sherry thomas johnny burns c patterson and uh c patterson Wanted to implore that we get Gordon Corman as a guest on this podcast. And trust me, I have tried. He initially emailed me. So I thought it was it, it might happen, but has not replied to my email since. So i I've stopped. I'm not gonna if if Corman wants to come on, he's welcome, as he knows. But that's about it. We hit a wall with that one. Uh, thank you to Pilsner 13. The Rogue Studios, thank you Rogue Studios, Uh, Truth Spiller, and Truth Spiller apparently wrote that he played with us in an old band of his. What was the name of your band, man? You didn't mention it in your comment. Fatty Rich 5136, 8-String McGee, Marks Shaba, and Sebi, who I will also be seeing you in Stuttgart this fall on tour, and Simon Goldfinch. Thanks, guys. Thank you to all your comments. they are all been positive, so it's been great. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, we just want to have uh, the podcast have a more um, prominent face on the iTunes store. And you can also listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Jones. But you probably know that already if you're listening to this. Uh, I just... Also wanted to mention that this episode ends with me mentioning someone that we're about to have lunch with. I guess you'll have to listen to the whole episode to find out who it is but this is this is someone that I've been listening to since I was fifteen, and that night that we did the podcast, I ended up on stage with him singing one of his most popular and signature songs. I guess what I'm trying to say is it was a great fucking day in my life and a slice of it is caught on tape for you all to listen to here and for that i want to thank melanie k okay here we go brendan canning damien abraham jc jan schwarzkamp are on this week's episode of the official danko jones podcast and it starts now <laughs> all right. So um, basically, this is a special podcast at Noble Street Studios. Nick Flanagan, he wanted to be here by on Skype, but like, I don't know how to do that and do all this because we, I'd have to do it through headphones. There's a lot of tech. problems.
1: Wait, did you look into doing
0: that, though? or you just? <laughs> no, I do. I've done. We've done three podcasts on on Skype, so I know how to do it. It's and it's uh, very isolating. You have to do it on your headphones. It's really kind of. Hard And Nick doesn't have a proper Blue Yeti mic at home or wherever the hell what he is in Los I Angeles. Nick Nick's doing...
2: Guy. He's like he- on that Kramer journey from Seinfeld where Kramer goes to L.A. to make it <laughs> <laughs> and ends up killing someone or getting blamed for killing someone. Nick's doing that right now in He's LA. doing
0: that right now. Did Kramer really do that? No, he didn't it's kill Seinf-
2: someone, but he gets blamed for murdering some girl. It's
0: Seinfeld
3: episode. Oh, it's a, oh, it's not a real life thing. Well, Nick's... <laughs> Holy.
0: Nick's Nick's <laughs> life is a
2: Seinfeld episode, man. Wait, Brendan, you, you've never seen Seinfeld? Yeah, well, I never saw that one. You've never seen that story arc? That's like where they go to the Los Angeles story arc? And and, George and I've is, seen a lot of Seinfeld. George says the thing about tucking the sheets. No, miss that I don't one. like when the sheets are tucked! Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I miss it. I
3: that.
0: don't either, man. Oh, wait, I hate it,
3: too. You know, kind of I hate it, familiar. too. Yeah, you just, it's like a It's so annoying. In, like yeah. a it's so
2: annoying. Why do they do in the that?
0: in a tent. I don't know. They got to, though, just to make it neat when you walk in.
2: I, I, you know what? And I, I really resent making my bed. I don't make my bed now. I'm an adult. I don't make my son make his bed. I'm grown-up.
1: When you sleep in clean sheets Feels great Here's Here's JC (laughs) Everybody's been asking Why isn't JC on the podcast
0: (laughs) What an intro (laughs) So we're at Noble Street Studios uh, uh, In Toronto This is where we recorded our album Our new album Rock and Roll is Black and Blue And Nick's in Los Angeles JC's here Brandon Canning is here And Damian Abraham is here Hello and uh, Jan, wait. Maybe we should have all said hello. That's oh yeah, sorry. Can we try that again? Yeah.
1: You're <laughs> so frustrated
0: already. Was, He's we're just so getting,
3: frustrated. It's getting started. Brennan Canning. Hey, is here. how you doing, everybody? this
0: good. What is that? It's the vaporizer. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> off the mic. And that's, that's kind of like, what, what is a vaporizer? It's like a kind of a cleaning mechanism?
2: Uh, a vaporizer is something that you use to uh, open your vocal cord by putting a, a combination of various herbs in there, like a eucalyptus and things like that.
0: Well, it's like, potpourri. Yeah, it's like
3: potpourri. Lavender.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, sold, they're sold as uh, herbal <laughs> infusers for your throat. Oh, oh it's like pot
0: yeah you, you, start, like, you start, like it was
2: like, like I think some people do it to smoke weed, but I'm not hundred percent sure because I would never do that.
0: right, because you you're know? a professional singer. I'm a
2: professional vocalist. This is just open. actually though, we got to be honest. marijuana, I'm a medical marijuana user, so legit. What's
0: my, that? You, there's a ruffling sound. Oh,
2: that's the marijuana going back into my 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 my, my, my jar. <laughs>
3: Do we have medical marijuana in Toronto? Yes, yes we do. You. you can
1: get a. Car, I'm applying right, right now. My oh, yeah. my
2: paperwork is in process. But what about that place that was on
3: que- like 106 Queen Street East? Of course, I know the address. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that place got busted. Like I remember a couple years ago.
2: Wait, no, was that was that the place that was uh, in Kensington Market, there, clandestine bakery?
1: Ram? No, I know no, no, this no. one was
3: definitely Queen East. I don't
1: know that one. Queen uh, East. That Queen? would make sense. Queen yeah. East, Whoa. yeah. Oh, was it called uh,
2: Zion or something? <laughs> Probably. There's like there are
3: vapor- no, There are vapor- <laughs> no. You're thinking of Snoop Lion? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that show that he played in Toronto? I did, I did hear about. I it. heard it was amazing. I missed
2: it.
0: Snoop Doggy Dog.
2: He, d- he talks in a patois now. Yeah.
3: No, yeah, he dude, does. He's a reggae. He's a reggae artist now. Have you, have you, Where you have, have
0: you been? Have you didn't know this? No, I thought he just changed his name. no, that was it. no it's gone full no. on reggae. He's dude. like
2: full on reggae. <laughs> He does, like, some songs reggae style.
0: And he speaks in Patois with yeah. Patois. Yeah. But that's totally put on.
2: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But, like, you know, I think that's one of those accents that people, like, just don't think's racist when you put it on. Right. Yeah. You know, like, when you're just, like, toasting up there and you're, like, that's, like, yeah. oh,
0: that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, I'm totally getting into martial arts now. <laughs> <laughs> So, did we finish the round of welcomes? No, we got to do Damon, it again. Yeah. So Brandon's here. Yeah, still here. Yeah. And- sorry,
3: I've got this. This direct this I'm director good. is like coming to stay at my house, like an older guy.
2: What? Whoa. Well, no, I'm working.
3: <laughs> I'm working on. I'm, I'm working. Holy mess. <laughs> Why does that sound weird? I'm working. Brandon I'm Hague, working.
2: Broken social scene met a director online, and now he's coming to stay at his no, house. No, an older no. I'm online. working
3: did, uh, on a film, and he's the director, and he's got to come to Toronto. Is it uh, Anthony? No, it's Paul Schrader. He wrote a Whoa! little... <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> uh, well, I'm scoring this film starring Lindsay Lohan and James Dean, the adult film star.
0: And Paul... Whoa, I was going to say, because there's only one other James Dean. Yeah. He's in a movie with Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, called The Canyons.
1: I'd hang out with Oh, him. is
0: it written by Freddie Stanellis? Yeah. Yo, did you know that he he he, he tweeted on his birthday
2: that his birthday record was the, was, uh, our, the fucked up record? What? James Dean? Yeah. No way. Yeah, if you ever meet him, can you tell him that I say hello?
3: Yeah, I don't think I'll ever meet him.
2: I'm sure you to meet him at the premiere. He tweets about that movie all the time. Why don't yeah? you just go to yeah. the premiere? Well, I can't go to the premiere. Why
0: not? Brandon, you Dude, know the, you're s- the in the, you're media. Scored. You're media. The, sco- the guy who scored I the movie. You think they let me in. Yeah, I, I don't know. It. I just want to meet James Dean. I want to shake wanna his hand well. and go, Where's this guy? Paul Schrader. <laughs> staying at your house?
3: Yeah. It's a low budget film. I don't think they have
0: enough money for hotels. Wait. Well, Paul Schrader. That's pretty fucking awesome. I- yeah. I'm getting confused here. So Lindsay Loan, and Brandon are living together, and there's like, some porn happening, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's
3: being directed oh, we, by James Dean did, the adult. Film. You know how many? Are they here? filming it in Toronto? No, they're filming in Los Angeles. But you know how many pornos that guy's been in? James Dean? Yeah. Oh,
0: Cha. Yeah, and I know who he's done. <laughs> like oh <too. over, laughs> Cha. Like, she, he's done the girl on our cover of our, our last album. What? Yeah, he did. The, he did. Her. A yeah, right. A few times. <laughs>
3: apparently worked with her I should say apparently like to get into the adult film business as a male like, you have to do a lot of gay
2: porn first
0: because I was going to say James Dean is one of the adult male stars that I've noticed that I always wondered whether he was bi or not they,
2: they uh, but all like supposedly that's the only way you make money is if you do both right yeah. that's like that's how you make your money and that's like John Holmes was doing both Peter North did it Peter North and, and also, apparently, high is a really high suicide rate being a male porn star.
3: Huh.
2: Like a, a really high statistic.
0: I can and a, a high failure rate as well. I can imagine. Uh,
2: probably, probably. I met Ron Jeremy one time.
0: That's, at, he's a winner
2: at all tomorrow's parties. <laughs> <laughs> we he one was, was the there successful. to he was there to introduce Raekwon. Oh. I'm like standing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing at the All Tomorrow's parties in New York And I, I, bear in mind, I had smoked a little marijuana at this point And some girl comes up to me and goes Can I get a picture with you and Ron Jeremy? And I'm at All tomorrow's parties, so I'm like, what? Like thinking it's like some DJ that I don't know And I am look I'm like, Oh shit, it's really Ron Jeremy it is, man. I'm like, sure, can I get a copy of it? Can you tag me on this in
1: Facebook? <laughs>
2: so yeah, somewhere out there There's a woman with a photo of me on one side And the hedgehog on the other
0: Wow, that's pretty... I, I would love to meet him. I think he's uh, he's um, not the funniest guy, but I think he's one of the people who thinks he's funny.
2: I'd like to meet Sasha Gray, because I think she legit has good taste in music. Sasha, Sasha? Gray? Yeah, like What's her... her, her the stuff yeah, she you DJed guys are, you like guys are deep gossip. into
0: adult film star Wars. <clears throat> Sasha
2: Gray is like super, like... You're like, oh, mainstream, I've never mainstream heard of now. Sasha Gray. She's I She's just it. in a show called uh, Entourage. She's in Entourage, Entourage and but but she, did that, I, What
1: was her film called? The Call? Is it the... She was in that. Oh, yeah. She, yeah so, uh, the, the girlfriend experience. The girlfriend <clears throat> experience. Yeah. Experiment. Yeah. or something.
2: Who's but the. Prod- Zasha is totally into all this Southern Lord, Sun O. What? What? Yeah, she, yeah, kind of she likes DJs yeah, yeah. Dark and goth stuff yeah. and like. and like Sisters Whoa. of Mercy. Yeah. and like, Sisters
3: of Mercy. Yeah. And she's in a. Hey, Mao, hey, Mao, Mao. Zen, this corrosion. <laughs> You're totally going to get sued now by Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> I had that 12 inch single.
0: <laughs> did you? You're saying we traded for that? I don't I no. no. Think I traded. We traded There's Mercy. No, 12 and 12 I, we I,
3: I traded you the Jesus Mary Chain B sides record for Notorious B I G's Life After Death, and then we traded another record, The Cure, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. Mm-hmm. You traded me, and I gave you something, but I can't remember. Three Feet
0: and Rising on vinyl by De La Soul.
3: No, I already have that.
0: You get, I have your vinyl
3: copy of it. You have my vinyl. Maybe I had. Maybe, two. It. Maybe I had two. 'Cause I had that's two a, a... life after death. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. I know you were so ca I'm like wow, he's just like trading this I record. Do you both
2: of you guys keep all your records? Do you still have all your records? You uh, I've been in your house. You yeah, your
0: I do, yeah. It's definitely I've gotten rid of a bunch. You? Yeah, of course. That's how I'm making you my have, living these days. Yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah. But you have to get Damien rid, rid
3: once in a while
2: because otherwise.
0: It, I got know. rid of. No, you have to get spatial, rid. Of, like if something yeah. looks like spatial issues. Uh, I from sold. Spatial issues. I sold
2: two thousand dollars worth of records and bought one record. <laughs> uh,
3: how much was the on one record? It <laughs> was eighteen
2: hundred dollars. And what, was, what it? was it? The test press of the negative approach for seven inch with a different mix of. Of the single that's on
0: another level that's than you and another- I trading pure am- albums <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's next level man
3: 1800 bucks yeah.
2: that's crazy yeah it's crazy it's insane I sold records to do it so it's almost like I traded
3: <laughs> my uh yeah. I'm friends with the Kenny Hots the Kenny versus Spencer. oh absolutely guy. yeah he sold recently sold one of his t-shirts on ebay for 10 grand
1: there's some items which for shirt? sale on eBay it, right now. <laughs> I have uh, a tour shirt, a belt, an old pair of shoes. I have some I wore paper clips. Every show
0: if you can check. Which <laughs> items. We're up oh, to we're show.
3: up to forty five dollars. Yes.
0: Ten grand for a T-shirt.
3: What because That's it was just his because it,
2: no, it says like Spenny is a dick, or right? Right, know,
3: something right.
0: like that.
2: That show was really popular. They like yeah. franchise that show. You know, I'm in like the first season. I didn't know that.
0: No way, I didn't yeah, know that.
2: They came to Suspect and I liked this like skit with them where uh like Kenny. he You worked at Suspect? Yeah, I worked. Uh, he worked yeah. on yeah. the Blue one? Uh the Markham one, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't remember you coming in there. Too I never often. that wasn't my store. No, I'm but about, Queen it video. used to be yeah. my store, but then no, I, switched. I know you had fallen out I knew I knew about your falling out. Uh, I you had a falling, you had a suspect video? What'd you do? No, no, no. It's pe- private beef. Oh, yeah. Probably. Off air beef.
0: <laughs> Was it It had to do with a girl. It had to do with a girl. Lisa?
2: We're going to have to
3: beef <laughs> out another. <part> of
0: <laughs> do you know last time we did a podcast? He said your home address. Oh. And I was like, I gotta take that out. And you're like,
1: ah, duh, forget it. I'm
0: like, are you kidding me? Dude, I'm in the phone
1: book.
2: Are you really? I'm in the phone book. If I was in high school, you would be getting prank called
1: like crazy. Yeah. no
2: one prank calls you at lost call- art. We prank called Hayden. Uh, <laughs> and we prank called uh, and we prank called uh, Chubby Fresh from the drummer from Integrity that was also in Life Crew. Because their, their numbers are in the record so you can get their
1: number and you're like, oh, let's call this person. Remember, was it oh, you, man. you did a crank call. I, think. I did crank were call tapes. Called, uh, yeah. you called, yeah. Did you call Alice Cooper? No. You were looking in the phone book and finding somebody's name was Alice oh, Cooper. Oh, yeah. I love, I, I love your priest, band. Judas Priest. I, I look
0: up like people's last names are Priest and I got this old lady and I go, hey, is this Priest? And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are fucking <laughs> awesome. I saw you in
3: 83 his crank call tape is really good.
2: He's
0: got
3: he got um, some gems.
0: There was some gems, and there, you know, I for legal reasons as well. Have I you ever heard that just was. Far Far a laugh? Like, I have it. It's so it's so awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. so awesome. He does the entire. Um we don't have to take our clothes off by right? <laughs> Jermaine what's his name? Jermaine Dupree. No, not no, Dupree. No, Jackson? No.
2: We don't have to take
0: a a clothes off to have a good time. time. That's everyone knows that. But the guy goes into the yeah, verses yeah. and he's like just saying it like to I don't know <laughs> what the, he, like, line, a yeah. club. He's trying to get a gig. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, that's that is like oh. Have you I read love his that. Husker New book? Who's Husker Andrew Earl's Newbook? Who that. who did that? Just Jeff, for far Jeff, a laugh.
2: Jeff Jensen and Andrew Earls, and Jeff Jensen um, uh, is uh, is the one who's got like the more like the high type. Fo- I, I don't know what I'm trying to do. Their voice. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, but Andrew Earls uh, is also a writer, writes for Vice and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. wrote um, a, a thing on uh, Husker Du, like a book about Husker Du that came wow. out from Bob Mold one. One. Jermaine oh, wow. Stewart. Jermaine Stewart. Jermaine Stewart. Wait a minute.
3: Did Did you you just
0: googling it just now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) you weren't texting uh, Paul Schrader?
3: No, I was not. No, that was Sarah texting because she read. She likes to read my emails, and uh, she said, "Is Paul coming today?" And I said, "No, he's not coming today. I'm not prepared for guests." (laughs) (laughs) The back room is currently being slept in by someone else. Yeah, by my former neighbor Edwin, he's a classical violinist. Well, also played oh, on the Mars like, Volta record. Uh, Whoa!
1: Well, <laughs> I'm
3: throwing out the names. <laughs> I thought you meant Edwin uh, from the uh, group Oh, I'm Other I Earth. no. no. Ah. Although I did run into Edwin recently, and I told him I thought that I Mother Earth reunion was bullshit without him because I wasn't him. with him. I got to say, that yeah. other
2: dude was super nice though. He used to come to Brian the I know, part. he might yeah, be a super a nice, nice
3: guy. guy, but he's not the guy who wrote the the hit tunes. <laughs> no, but they
2: but they, would they do one more astronaut or would they be doing like his era? Cuz they had hits with the other dude singing. I don't know. Like not legit hits, but I- Edwin Summertime in kid. the Void, dude. Dio era Sabbath is now considered on par with Ozzy era Sabbath. We live in a different time. We do. We can, you know what? We can I have went... an Edwin and a whatever uh, Brian. Brian. <laughs> I was in <laughs>
3: I was in Chicago and I had a day off, and I went to the House of Blues to see the Dio tribute night. Oh yeah. Oh, disciples I, of Dio with yeah. Ripper Owens? Ripper Owen, but Ripper Simon Owen. Wright. Yeah, who who's the other singer?
0: So, uh, I don't know. He's I just an know English it's guy Simon Wright on drums, and oh. Ripper Owens is singing. And it was Rudy Sarzo on bass. Oh, he's the man. Rudy's a man, man. But he
3: was like, it was all dudes. Kind of a bummer show, I gotta say. Well,
0: what were you about to say? Oh, They're what, all are dudes. You shocked at this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I
2: this
1: Tribune. I, is he dead?
0: And,
2: and I just couldn't believe how many dudes were there. And they were all old. Like I just like I, like where were the kids? And Ronnie Have was dead. Dubstep?
1: Have you heard the stuff?
2: Dubstep. <laughs> That's where they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. Uh, yeah. They are at the
0: Bass Nectar show. <laughs> so there's another guy staying at your house, and then this director, Paul Schrader, is going to stay at your house with this. No.
3: Edwin's only in for a couple nights. He's going on tour with his group. Well, What's one of his, his, group? his groups, Skylark. Sky, no. Sky. Well, Wooden Sky.
2: Oh, yeah, I know that band, Wooden Sky. Oh, yeah. crazy.
3: Okay. Oh. Anyway, there you go. A little can rock.
0: Is he Canadian? He is Canadian. And he's in Mars Volta? No. He we played play with Mars Volta at the Esquina Festival just two months ago. I just played I with that At The Drive-In
1: uh,
2: a couple weeks ago in Japan at Fuji Rock.
0: Oh, how old were they? Uh,
2: I didn't get to see them because <laughs> our stage was so far from the backstage area that by the time oh, we got yeah. back, we couldn't get back to see them. Actually seeing At The Drive-In on their In Casino tour was one of the concerts I'm most proud of to have seen because I saw them before they blew up. Oh yeah, how yeah. do you one better? <laughs> Saw before that record came out at the Gilman. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Just, just. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just got that much cred.
3: Saw uh, Metallica <laughs> with Cliff Burton. Are Did you serious? Really? Oh, that's pretty
2: cool. Yeah, on the ride the lightning tour.
0: Uh, I think for me, Brandon wins. That. Glenn right. Salter
3: interviewed
2: them. <laughs> Uh, at the back of the concert hall when they opened for, like, Wasp, wasp. or some an shit. A R- Wasp Metallica Armored Sink. Yeah, and, and God...
3: Glenn
0: Salter. Yeah, MSI, Glenn. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Glenn did a... MSI. Sorry, I beat you all. Glenn uh, wrote about an uh, old band I was in and for one of his zines. <laughs> <laughs> what zine? What zine? It's one of the sex ones. Or is that all his <laughs> <a> zines?
3: <laughs>
2: MSI, more stupid initials. Yeah, more stupid initials. But the the squelch, thirty second squelch or thirty Yeah, squelch. it was
0: a pink it was like a pink with
2: Wendy Williams yes. Wendy o. Williams on the cover. Yeah, Wendy oh Williams God, on I the cover. Read that. What band?
0: Violent Brothers. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. Nice. What is this the first time you're hearing about it? We were
3: roommates for how long?
1: <laughs> Four years.
3: <laughs> Never once did I hear about the Violent
0: Brothers. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Wow. It was a weird time when I was living with you in my like in my life. <laughs> that was a weird Going time for both of you. I stuff, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was okay. interesting.
2: There's uh there's this camera guy at my my work, Much Music, that has worked there forever, and he insists that Feist, uh, Leslie Leslie Feist, uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, played in NC Seventeen. That is not true, right? What the treble
3: chart? Yeah, ben? no, that's not okay. True. Good, okay. He's like,
0: I, I swear it happened. I'm like, it did not happen. He's like, they came. Maybe, here. maybe he's getting it confused with her being in by, by divine, divine, divine right. right. That's what was I was thinking, with but he's yeah. like, you no, guys. it wasn't by
2: divine right. I know she played in that too.
0: No, okay. No, he's well, wrong. yeah, by she by was by in by divine right. Yeah, that I remember. She was supposed to be here, or kind of. I asked. She's in you. Istanbul. Right.
2: We're going to Istanbul soon. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, fuck, uh, fucked up. First time. Uh, yeah. Oh,
3: great. Was it cool? Yeah. You guys have been there? Uh-huh. I'm excited. Yeah, morning prayers all surrounding the city at 5 in the morning. You sort of...
0: How did you feel about that, Mr. Uh, uh, oh, 11 o'clock? Oh, you just o'clock?
3: opened the window. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was here at 11. You told me be here at 11. No, I, I was here I'm at 11.15 and you no. were still getting
0: I know that. tech no, issues
3: no. sorted out. <laughs> complaining about uh, Skyping and how <laughs> much of a hassle it is.
0: No, I got you. I, gotcha. I, I gotcha.
3: like that the morning prayers was trippy. You know, you feel like you're in some movie. You open the windows; it's all misty out, and you're all, like, oh, you know, all like different mosques from around the city, and all sort of pumping it
0: out. I would think you, the band name would bar you from certain places. Uh, How open yeah, are they for this yeah, show? Yeah, I don't play? know.
2: That's gonna be uh, interesting to find out. No, yeah. I, it doesn't matter. Like, it's more of an issue in America um, where English is the first language. You know, like mm. swear words, yeah, like. Understand. You could have a band yeah. called like Puto Puta. Where the uh, fuck am I? I yeah. word Put, puta Puta. Yeah. But you could have a band called Puta that played in like you know probably Canada and no maybe not maybe that's maybe Canada's too what, multicultural. What's Puta? Like, like mother co- whore fucker whore or something mm. in Spanish. Oh. I think you could probably get into Canada. No one would care. in Japan you could. Definitely have a band called Puta yeah. that plays it around. It's P
1: U T A, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> P-U-T-A.
0: Like it's never it's people poor. under the It's like people, poor, un- it's people under the issue. authority. Oh.
2: Like, curse words are only issues because you're like raised with it being an issue from the time you're a kid. So if you're not really raised with like a word being a offensive word. Like we got into China we went from no china? china we had to sneak into china as tourists we couldn't apply for work visas because of our lyrics but uh <laughs> but we but we got into china and once we were in china like we never got in any trouble for like being in a bank all fucked in up
1: china if it, if, in order to release your like music there they ha- the government has to go comb through your lyrics yeah. approve it and do the translation
2: yeah and give you a barcode and yeah. that's the only way you can get a barcode yeah. we, we, were, we were there we met punk bands that put out their own stuff the political stuff the like self-release it smuggle the cds in
1: we put out a record we there, put out a record but there. we haven't
2: toured there you, you got you've played there right no 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 canada does like the canadian government has this like canadian weekend yeah like, where they like bring bands to play like beijing shanghai Equality. we would love that like, Colorado played it, Tegan and Sarah played it, like... We've been around a
1: in these bands!
2: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to play it, we snuck in. We went in legit, you know. That, that is I mean, legit, legit punk. punk. Man, for sure. Uh, legit but punk. We took a boat from Japan. <laughs> we did. Wow. It was fucking terrible. You po- took a boat? No, we took a ferry, a 48-hour no. ferry across the uh, Chinese-Japanese sea. What, like you had like rooms and cabins and stuff. Well, along no, the boat. luckily we paid for first class because right. yes, we did. But originally, when we were first class, was not first class by anyone else's definition. That was right. in kind a of room. <laughs> That's understood. But like the main class was, you were in a in a, a big f- container. W- yeah, big container with yeah. floor mats, and people were vomiting and rolling the oh, oh, vomit yeah. of other people. Gross. Everyone on the ship, apart from the crew and Jonah, the drummer from Fucked Up, was puking, or or bedridden because oh. it was so rough the sea. I survived. And how was the gig? 24 hours. We did uh we did a tour, two week tour in China. A two you did a two week tour. Of yeah, China? we did like seven shows and then we just did like a lot of travel. We traveled by like uh plane, train and automobile basically. We like took train or cab to the show and then stayed in like hotels. That's awesome. It was uh yeah, it was super fun. Like and you're like in Shanghai we played to like our biggest crowd which was like I guess 500. Yeah. Uh international it could have been like the most multicultural show we played because in shanghai there's so many like canadians americans wow. australians english like you know uh, uh people from singapore people from like all over right so yeah so but uh but when you go f- the further into the country you go the more you're playing to like legit you know bands that you know we're playing to small small crowds but like kids that were just like have No no band from, you know, Canada really comes there Except DOA had come one time And the queers, I guess, had played there Type thing, so
0: The queers played there Yeah, this guy, the
2: guy that brought us over Brought the queers over and brought uh DOA over Previously And it's like, we didn't make any money <laughs> Like, it was not like a But it was more just like an amazing yeah. trip to I think of, that of of was course the you thing just, You we, just do it for the experience We used, uh, we paid, we made We used the money we made in Japan To pay for the Chinese tour um, and it was just before I had a baby, so I flew right home. Mm-hmm. Um, and but the rest of the band kind of stayed there and hung out a little bit, kind of between Beijing and Shanghai. Wow, that's
0: wild, man.
2: Yeah, it's a really, it's a, it's, it's, it, it's a really awesome place to go. And like, it's cool to see like kids building a music scene under less than hospitable conditions, and building it for like no other reason than they just love this music. Yeah. And it's also awesome because you get records there by what you could find in the market or what you see on YouTube, right? So the the like you'll see a band that sounds just like rancid that does Iron Maiden covers, like it's a Chinese, retired. like a legit, yeah, 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 like oh, yeah. like homegrown bands. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. oh that, that's cool. There's a great band, Carsick Car, from there that sounds like Fall post punk kind of influence stuff. That's really cool, and they they had another band called Speak Chinese or Die. That we played. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good name. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, it's a really like you know, SOD covers. No, no, they were like once again kind of post punk <laughs> right. type thing too.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Now, did you continue any kind of communication with them after? Uh, some of
2: the people in the band did. I, I kind of like I followed in touch with everyone, you know, because I am like so scattered. And I guess when I come home, I just like worry about the kids, you know, and I am like yeah. bad at keeping in touch with people, pretty much. But uh, Twitter helps. Twitter's like the easiest way. You're just like, yo, shout out, how you doing? Yeah, that thing.
0: But, uh, that's kind of how we got this podcast, yeah, together. Twitter. Jan, do you do the Twitter for for visions?
2: Um, no, no, no. It's uh, done by our online editor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even have my own Twitter account. Oh. You know, like I like I I don't know. I have Instagram
3: and
1: Facebook. That should be it, right? That's
2: enough. That's enough, isn't it? Well, Facebook, uh, Facebook to me, I think the reason Facebook's going to fall is because parents got on because was like and your boss, you know, and you can't like have like your friends and talk to your friends honestly and openly when you have people that you're embarrassed of finding out fun shit about what you did when reading your stuff. You could write them mails and not like post on there. But I know, but I think See, that's the thing, but, but that's what, what I think. But, but I that's agree. what Facebook was originally was like people being like, look at the fucking party we were at. Uh, like I'm waiting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, and now
2: it's like your mom was like Look at this party what were you, doing you were last at. Night? You know? And then someone tags you in a photo now, and it's like, you you were you're naked at this, like...
3: I don't always appreciate getting tagged movie. in photos.
2: No, and people tag people in photos all the time, and you can't control that. And then what if
3: it's not you? I've been tagged in photos, oh, and it's yeah. like, this is not me. Yeah, I've been... It's someone, like some other ginger.
1: At the airport with Brendan. <laughs> yeah. Like, who the fuck is... Uh...
2: We'll try just being the fat, bald guy, the fat, bearded, bald guy. There's a lot of dudes that look like me, and there have been shows we've played where, like, there's like dudes, like, kids coming out to me afterwards being like, I got an autograph from a guy that wasn't you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I can't help that. You know, I have a very common look. Man, I'm so sick of this. That's like we have this. We have this footage at Much Music of uh of Peaches and Feist is like her like Bitch lap lap bitch lap lap bitch lap, dude. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that stuff like that. All this like all this Toronto stuff that people don't know. Don't know. How incestuous and like how small Are you
0: kidding me? I I mean I moved I moved in with Brendan in what was it, ninety nine and you can I say this? Sure. You and Feist were going out and Leslie was just Leslie, she was just that girl who had nights at the Rivoli, and she'd play her guitar, uh-huh. right? And yeah. she'd come over. She was in By Devine, right?
2: That that CD now that she put up back then sells for like like hundreds of bucks on eBay.
0: Yeah. I know. I um, should
2: have grabbed it It's like, "Hey, you had last in- can I,
3: I know. Can I just grab a box of these? <laughs> yeah. I, just to, I, just, I just
2: want to help you promote
3: it. <laughs> talk it away.
2: <laughs> just yeah. But like it. that's the last thing you think at. Like yeah. like that, it's funny now when you talk to kids and even you're like, you like that band? Like that's the one that you yeah. like. I had no idea that was going to be the one that you went for. Like, and that goes for like everything. You know. Well, it's
3: like my mom throwing away my Power Slave T-shirt. Like I saw what? that shirt on sale for yeah. six hundred dollars somewhere. His bananas. All my... I had all my concert t-shirts on one hanger at home. You know, like she 16 all out. piled on one hanger. And then just one day I went back. I'm like, where are the shirts?
2: Oh, brutal, dude. Jill, you know Jill Heath? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, legendary, uh, legendary Toronto promoter. And, and just legendary like punk rock figure. Kind of an unsung hero punk rock figure. DJ. Singer. Yeah, man. Took photos in... Uh, yeah, DJ. Took photos in... Like, tai Chi master. Like, Youth of the Day's record. Went on tour with Black Flag.
0: Anyway, yeah. she... Uh, she oh, doesn't
3: a, she have some like someone held a gun to her head on that black flag tour. Oh, cool.
0: I No, bet. I I heard okay, that go on,
2: but yeah. I heard a Yeah. But she made all her know. shirts into uh, a giant quilt. Oh, that's brilliant. It's awesome. Oh, and, like all, cool. all these costume shirts. I heard yeah. that she yeah.
0: she's like a tight well she's yeah, tight chi chi. I I mean I've I've been to her class, but I heard that she was held at gunpoint uh and she <laughs> took the guy down. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Man, she is she's, she's hard. She, she used rules. to help us
1: out even uh, yeah. she would, we would hire Jill to do the door for our gigs before. And uh, at the end of the night, she'd be like, Okay, John, come, we gotta settle. And she just always would walk me into the gross washing machine. And she's like, yeah. we'd settle there and
0: she's like, No one's gonna come in here. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks, Jill.
0: And I remember when I was broke and I was I, I needed money for rent. Uh I don't know. I think I said it to Jill in passing, and then like she called me up. And she would have odd jobs for me to do.
2: Yeah, no, no, because she, she, she saw st- everything. Right? Yeah. And like worked with every band that came to town and put out records by, you know, articles of faith and stuff and you know. So you She's should been have a
1: warp tour though, right? She's been doing that for years. Yeah, and then she worked for the Deftones for a while, I think. Uh... I
2: Kevin. Was that in Toronto? Yeah, it was like Kevin, uh, Melissa Optima This is like my most name-dropping story ever. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Drew from Broken Social Scene. So here I was with Kevin Drew from Broken Social Scene seeing uh, my good friend Mac from Super Chunk and Jim from Super Chunk play an acoustic set. Oh, uh, wait, was. Oh, that's when they came in and played
3: at uh, Soundscape.
2: Yeah, no, the Royal uh, Movie Theater for the premiere of that oh. movie that they did the soundtrack for, right. Driveway to Driveway, I think it was called, the movie. Oh, yeah. That,
0: way to well, that song was it, featured
2: drag. in it, but maybe the movie's even called that. But anyway, uh, so then Kevin Drew from Broken Social Scene. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, Who, that he,
3: guy? Yeah, He sure. shows up
2: with uh, <laughs> Melissa Maur from Hole. Um, and uh we then took, I uh, got a call from Jello on my phone that we should all meet up. <laughs> we, all, we all go hang out together, you know? You
3: mean with... Mac and the other guy from Superchunk yeah. was Melissa off tomorrow. Yellow yeah.
2: by African Kevin <laughs> That's it. Wow. We went to we went to uh, um, Ted's Wrecking Yard. Ted's Collision. Ted's collision. Ted's collision. Ted's collision. Ted's Wrecking Yard.
3: Yeah. There was just a recently a little story about Ted's Wrecking Yard done by Denise Benson as she does her roundup of Toronto clubs. What what did it say? Oh, I just talked about the good old days of Ted's Wrecking Yard. There, there was? Like yesterday. <laughs> 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 how, then, how many that, uh, What good times? There were? <laughs> there were? I don't remember good times.
0: I do, uh, re- there's a bit that we played there once. I saw you guys play there. Yeah, and I think some of the footage is in the documentary we did. Right.
2: Ben was, ball- oh, you guys don't like Cheshire Cat? Oh, what up, Pose Dogs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where
2: were you in 96 at Snow Jam? <laughs> <laughs> put on by Jill Heath I will add oh, and man, there you go. it all together Five wait I was no, oh, oh, Snow Jam? Time.
3: I think because th- I played some festival in Quebec that was like a like Pennywise and Strung Out I don't know what that the was fuck that was Snow Jam too I think yeah I don't know what, what we were what, doing what? on the festival what Broken Social theme? no no Head oh we're on I think because Paj I can you know liked us so he put us on this punk rock yeah, festival yeah. kids were coming up it's like oh, what is this music? I'm like, does it sound like strung out? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure it does. Just give me your 10 bucks, kid. <laughs> Sounds like whatever you want it to sound like, my friend. That'll be another $10. I went up to
2: Alice Donut when I saw him and I'm like, which is your best record?
1: <laughs>
2: he's, like, he's like, what? I'm like, I'm only going to buy one, but so which one's your best one? And- yeah, he told honest. me "Mule" and he's right. It's fucking awesome. I still listen yeah, to it. Yeah, that's an honest question. Yeah.
0: I am it's on a, a fucked up for track. James Dean, though. No. Are you? I sing for. I took his place for a track. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not on a that's track it. that I've produced. I wrote
2: the lyrics for his track.
0: I hope I
3: didn't.
2: Did I? And I think you, you, uh, I. You uh, uh, oh, know, Kevin the was here. supposed to be on that record too, but he never yeah. came through. I should have called you instead.
0: Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, you told me Drew was going to be on there. I'll show then... up. Then Kevin
2: wrote me like, I haven't had a chance to come up with any lyrics. It's like way too. I was like, oh, it's
0: like lyrics, just like like. Dude, I was. I emailed you when you needed it. I know. On, pu- total punctual. Yeah. I was there. I like, I, like I can I tell you
2: from my experience of asking people more famous than me to do me favors to help me do things. Who is cool and who's not cool to work with?
0: And Kevin Drew knows the world is not cool. Kevin He's in Drew. the nut.
1: <laughs> cool. <least> love- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Throw guessing. Kevin under the
0: bus. Yeah. <laughs> How I heard, yeah, I heard yeah,
3: those yeah. wheels just turn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like, hey, listen, Kevin knows that. I mean. A lot of people don't know, but no. every, uh, Kevin knows. You guys go back. That I'll I'll piss on them all the time. You guys it's go take the yeah. old old
3: friends. You were there. You were there saying, "No, this is a good track. You should put this on the record." I'm like
0: you were picking tunes for the "You Forgotten People" record. You did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I think I still say that I came up with that song title, but you didn't credit me for the song uh, title. I'm still by... your fag. I'm still. Oh yeah. No, you said cue the fags. I did say "cue the fags," but I mean that influenced the song title. I'm yeah. still your fag. Are you sure you want to take responsibility for this not, one? <laughs> not really. <laughs> like I'm the one who told Rahoa that what they really need to do. I went to school with that guy. You did, who Eric Rudy. Who's Have you it? Seen it? Er, uh, um, Eric Brody, isn't it? A- <laughs> Andrew, well, I went to school with his brother. Andrew Birdie was in my class. Oh, whoa. And uh dude was two years ahead of us. Who's Hoa? And he was the vice president of student council. Rachel I did not Hollywood. vote for him. Racial Did he win as like a neo Nazi? No. But here's the thing: is uh, I'm running on
2: a strict neo Nazi platform for student <laughs> council his, press, uh,
0: president. It's, it, well, his brother w- was Andrew Birdie. George Birdie. George Birdie. That's George joke, Birdie yeah. was. uh. It was in my school. He was a uh, he was the vice president of student council. But he was also, if you look in our yearbook, he was in a he was in a, a group called the Chocolate Cake Club, and it was just white guys and black guys in their year. <laughs> and I was on the subway once, and I I I saw one of the
1: Chocolate Cake Club.
0: Nobody God. knew this, and here he was on Sally Jesse Raphael saying that he's a a, a white supremacist neo Nazi, and I'm like. I look at the, the George Birdie. Club, <laughs> I look in the I look in the I look in our yearbook. And I'm like, no, he was in the Chocolate Cake Club. No, it's George Birdie from the Chocolate Cake Club. And I met one of the dudes who was in the chocolate cake club on the subway, uh, this maybe five years ago, six years ago. Um, his name was Andrew as well. And I said, dude, like he was one of the chocolates in yeah, the chocolate yeah, cake yeah. club. Uh, and I go, dude, what was all that about? He's like, I don't know what I don't know anything about that. I don't. I have no idea. Well, because yeah, he saw, he's him, I think he saw him in the gym, like when he was like full on, when he was totally into that whole white supremacist thing. He saw him at the gym, but they said hello, but he they didn't talk about it. It's weird. He like uh,
2: totally left the movement now, right?
0: He like, did, and he's married to uh, uh, I think an East Indian girl, yeah, or something like that, something like that. So he he's went. Like,
3: so who was this guy no. who was like in the Chocolate Cake Club, then became a white supremacist, then married yeah. any of i got to yeah, meet this guy. <laughs>
0: he was on Sally Jesse Raphael, man. And
3: he was on Sally Jesse Raphael. And he was
0: on Donahue at the he time. He was like super infamous. Like, like,
2: like He, he ran, uh, what was it, Resistance Records? Was that his thing? Yeah, something like it that. Was like, I mean, it's it's not... like the biggest neo-Nazi label.
3: All I can think about is Frank the skinhead from Dunbarton High School. When, like, you know, it was doing... Frank on Sally? No, he was not Dude, on George... Sally. He was just like some <laughs> psycho you know, in high school, some
2: like you know, guy with red laces. And you know, when we did our we, I know, bought that, Doc Martens at IXL, like that's where, like, because you only buy Doc Martens at that point in two places, uh, IXL or Hercules. And IXL is the one that got busted years later for being a front for a white supremacist group.
0: Wow, really? Yeah.
2: Or yeah. like they're selling neo Nazi music under the table. I
0: watched the Edward
2: Norton movie on the plane recently.
3: Oh yeah
0: yeah. That movie's X... like a Nike
2: commercial for fascism though. Oh. It's like it seriously <laughs> is. Like it's it a is myth. like you're watching it, it's like it's just like it's like this is the worst. I fucking hate that movie. American
0: uh, American, American, Gigolo. American history X American history. I'm X. am kidding. American Fucking Gigolo is a that. Paul Schrader film. <laughs> Look at you thrown in there. Uh, Plug my it away, Paul Schrader My
3: friend Paul Schrader directed this film, American Gigolo, Maybe you heard of it. It's got starring Richard Gere.
1: <laughs>
0: that is a honestly, that's a wicked movie. Hey, was, I just uh, saw that uh, two weeks ago.
3: You know, just speaking did he do with hardcore? It. I don't know if he did hardcore, but By I was MDB speaking of. with it. I was speaking with Al Pacino's daughter yesterday. Is that a movie?
2: No. I'm glad I'm not or the were most you... name-dropping person on the podcast.
3: <laughs> I'm, gonna, like, I'm
1: gonna You're name-drop living. this shit.
0: Were you speak? Did you say you were actually speaking with Al Pacino's daughter? Yeah. Like that's not a movie title. No. No. You were. That's your life. Yeah. <laughs> you, were with... you were speaking with Al Pacino's daughter.
3: Uh, she wants me to DJ some party.
0: She lives in Toronto, or yeah. she lives in? yeah they got a film company. Al Pacino's daughter lives in Toronto.
3: Yep. Hey, start stalking.
0: Why didn't we ever start DJing together?
3: I don't know. You never. Uh... Oh yeah, I
0: forgot. I fucking hated it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you. I remember you DJed at the Cameron once It was pretty good. It. Oh, I
0: hate it. No, I. I love it. Like Dude, the first I half need... an hour, and then I just want to go. Yeah, I know it does get a little if boring sometimes. The first half hour, there's nobody there, and you can play whatever you want. Oh, and Precis- then everybody What's starts getting nice. drunk, an and hey, they want requests, and, and, and I'm can tired. You you can you play that song? You I'm, the, know? I'm the worst <laughs> DJ in the world.
2: So um, I uh people hate when I DJ because I just only bring forty fives and they're like, Do you have this? I'm like, No, I only have I only have this. They're like, do you have this? No. Only got this.
0: Do you uh, have aqua? What when what is, is this guy
3: is he coming Barbie doll?
0: today? Well, this is some drama here. We're capturing this.
3: Uh I cannot watch any movie today. I've got this is
2: not happening today.
0: Look. This is what you do, Ren <laughs> Paul comes over Wait, to did the place. You just
2: honestly say I can't watch a movie today. There's no way I can watch it. You know, like, I have
1: other things. I have things. planned out to watch a movie. I have, I have literally. <laughs> this guy's coming over.
0: That's your life. Al Pacino's daughter. It's your fucking life. You just talk to Al Pacino's daughters and you watch movies. Hang out with James Dean and J.L.O. Biafra.
3: And I had dinner with Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell a couple weeks ago. Really? Oh, yeah.
1: just
0: now you're a prick. Oh, the... <laughs> now that's the that's the dinner I want to get in on. Well,
3: because Kevin Kevin was uh, Kevin the, Drew knows the world. He <laughs> was the entertainment coordinator for Zach's wedding, so he brought the beauties out, uh, and I okay. DJed uh, right, and uh, I DJ'd the boat party.
2: I, all right. I'd Listen. like to ask, it is Zach always like? He seems to be, like, totally weird, and you never know if he's serious
0: or well, He's, he's awesome. Um, yeah, I, you know
3: you mean, I don't know him super well, but I've always... Yeah, dinner with him. With, yeah, I know, but I was he, you know, talking to the public. He's also.
2: really good friends with my friend uh, Tom Sharpling from The Best Show on WFMU. Oh. Not as impressive as Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom's amazing. Tom, what, I,
3: what movie was he in?
2: Tom, Tom... Like, <laughs> actually, he won an Emmy for Monk. Dick. Did he? Yeah. For Monk? Yeah, he wrote that show Monk. Which I actually, I actually.
0: Good. Speaking of Tom Sharpling, I actually know. Yeah, best show on WFMU. I, I know Nick Flanagan, and he has been on that sure, show. I mean, Nick Flanagan. And these Tom has sanctioned getting... I'd
2: like to say that these name drops have now just taken a colossal nose that
1: <laughs> we're back to Nick Flanagan. Where it all and started. Uh... Hey, maybe, maybe,
2: maybe uh your ex-roommate can hook up our mutual friend Nick Flanagan, who's out in Hollywood trying to make it right now with some of his big shot Hollywood connections. Oh wait, they're all in Toronto. <laughs> He's trying to make it in Hollywood, and Hollywood's all here staying. At Brendan's back room.
0: He did a show with uh, Neil Hamburger the other week. I tweeted that. No Will Farrell.
2: No, you no, you no Zach here. Galifianakis. He could have been more here in one night by having dinner with Will Farrell and uh Kevin Drew, the entertainment coordinator from Zach Galifianakis's wedding and Zach Galifianakis.
0: <laughs> you know, I I have a I have a I always call Kevin Drew, Kevin Drew Knows the World. And it's just between, I guess, me, you, Kevin, and me, you, and Kevin. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Because it just got to this point. When I was living with Brendan, and Kevin would call the house, and I'd be, and you know, we chit chat if Brendan's not around or something, and then it just got to the point. i like, first, this is before Broken had broken. Yeah, and I'm like, who are you? Like, why? Like, how did you get to know, like, Lenny Kravitz's bands? Why were you at their wedding? Or like, it's just crazy. He was at the Clinton, a Clinton wedding. I'm like, who he I'm are at you at a Clinton wedding? Kevin he was for dude. WWE. Kevin Drew? Yeah, ask oh, he, him. He, he was, was not at a Clinton... What do you mean? Oh, he coordinated the wedding. I don't know. He was the wedding Clinton. planner.
3: Well, how many Clintons are in the band Chel- with the Kevin. Clinton? Well,
0: Bill <laughs> Clinton from uh, the, f- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Oh,
2: uh, the godfather of funk. <laughs> <laughs> who
0: has a who has a daughter who lives in Scarborough, I think. Really? Yeah. When we played with him Okay, here wow. we go. Now it's Arthur. Oh, oh, your your your
1: turn to name Joe. When we
0: played when we played in Norway, we played with it was us and it was Funkit uh Parliament. Mm. And I, sh- I shared an elevator with George all the way up to our rooms. And I go, I had to say it. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, I'm a huge fan. And I, I knew he had ties in Toronto in him. And, I'm, and uh, I go, Yeah, I'm-, I'm actually from Toronto, you know. And Scarborough, it starts naming off streets and everything, like, l- like real specific streets and everything. Scar- I think he has a daughter. I-, I heard he had a daughter. This is the story I heard from someone. Who's actually already been mentioned on this podcast? Who used to hang out with her daughter, and she Kevin said Kevin Drew. Kevin Drew. No, not Kevin <laughs> Drew. And she said that she used to be friends, or she's friends with George Clinton's daughter, and uh, they were backstage. This is when uh, George, uh, I think Parliament went on tour with Lola Palooza and the BC Boys. Oh or yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in the Toronto show, they were backstage, and the daughter shows up with a boyfriend, and Clinton just George Clinton just grabs him throws him up against the wall Whoa. and he goes you you better treat her right like just meeting him on first Whoa. just a the first, impression. first two minutes he just <laughs> throws you better treat her right and the guy's like yeah then he just let him go and everything was like well, as if nothing ever go, happened you
3: need well you need that what? I think, I think you I don't know a little like Papa's coming in just like you know a bit of fear of God and his
0: son-in-law but that's pre- I mean you could do it other ways I mean that's pretty physical that's
3: scary, man. Gets the message. Hey, spare the rod, spoil the child.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, you can quote me on that. But you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think of... <laughs> 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 <Really>? <laughs> well, That's a good one. Really? That's your quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your so original who, quote. Yeah. yeah, who said that? Oh, canning. Can. It's Canning.
3: Canning said that.
0: But anyways, getting back to Kevin Drew. Dude, I, mean, I got to eat something. Everything.
3: I'm hungry. Like I only had a cell. Did you cut morning. me
0: off while I was just about sorry, to cut sorry, up Kevin Drew? <laughs> Thank God, oh, I'm sorry.
3: I
2: think he's going to tie it all up. <laughs> tie this, get tied Tie up. it all up.
0: Well, <laughs> you ever seen a friendly giant? <laughs> well, look up, listen look up, up. look way
3: up. <laughs> Let's get uh, someone <laughs> on the recorder here.
0: Okay, well, we got an hour. We got a good hour of full-on name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the <laughs> If you take up the name dropping, we got about 15 minutes. <laughs>
2: We should probably give him a little more, because by the time you edit out all the sketchy oh, stuff, we're going to be like 15 seconds.
0: <laughs> In this
1: episode, we talk about... It's
0: just name-dropping. Constant name-dropping. <laughs> well, I great. just want to spit out a few more. <laughs> totally. 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 Do, it. Just do it. I just <laughs> I know a couple more people that I need to talk about. You said Will Farrell, that's pretty heavy. It that's the
3: biggest that it won't get any bigger it than It won't
0: that. get any bigger than Will Farrell? Come on, man. Lindsay Lohan?
3: Well, I can remember when the Stone Temple pilots were opening for us at the Rivoli. Really? Yeah. November oh, tell 7th. That story, Wait, man. opening for By Divine Right? No, opening for Head. That was right STP open for you guys at the Riv.
0: At the Riv. Now Rivoli can hold 150 people, maybe
3: 175. But both Elliot Lefko <laughs> and Gary Top were trying to get the show, and I was working at Scotia Bank and I was in the file room, fielding calls from Gary Top. Gary, hang on a sec. Elliot, uh huh. Because Gary wanted to bring them to the Opera House and have us open, but Elliot just said, "Fuck you." Yeah, said, "Fuck you." Well, did they get in touch
2: with you guys? Like the Stone Temple Pilot suits? Yeah, like a year later after they blew up we opened for them. No, no, I meant before that, like how oh, the show was he like no. I am the man that wants
1: to <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wanna
1: play. I
3: am
2: looking for a gig in a small town. We're looking club. to play a club in Toronto, maybe on Queen. <laughs> Can you give us kind of some kind of guarantee? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, the club is cool. I think we're gonna fill the room tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Celtic.
3: The most famous person you ever met is the oh, guy from the guy from Celtic Thomas Gabriel from Celtic for us.
0: That's the most famous guy I've met. I don't know. That's no. pretty. pretty you met one. Axel Rose, right?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's He's most. Famous. We've, yeah, we've. Oh we yeah. What's the lunch? story yeah. about and I? you guys were opening for Guns and Roses, the Riot but, Show, but their tour manager asked you to do a ninety-minute
1: set instead of the requisite yeah, 70? Yeah. Well, we always would be like kind of told before we get on stage like you know you might have to extend the set so there would be the tour manager on the side kind of telling me stretch it out stretch yeah. it out so it, you know so he would call out songs so i would just call out songs and tell them play this play this play this so by the time it was an hour and a half 90 minutes
0: all credit to the crowd they didn't boo us or anything but you know by the 60th minute you could see their faces were like all right like yeah. enough but, Especially because
1: uh, we weren't using any of the pyro or anything; it's just three guys. Did they at least give you all the PA? Well, yeah, we had all the PA, but they were so, so nice well, to we the a, Yeah, they were totally nice with us, but we did have <laughs> less like, of a light show yeah. than they did, yeah. Yeah. so it was well, kind of. Uh... You
0: can have what you want, guys. There's no way you're blowing us off the stage. <laughs> oh, we gotta
3: yeah. wrap it up. But let's wrap it up. Just I, I can I just say I miss the indie record store arrogance.
2: Yeah, I love it. I I hate an indie record store. Yeah, but you know, I love, I love, I still go to
0: record stores all the time. Look at you, man. Uh, Yeah, I hate (laughs) the (laughs) records.
2: I wonder if you have a single by my friend Lindsay Lohan. She did a couple years ago.
1: I'm buying it for my friend Will Ferrell.
2: <laughs> my friend, I was singing with my friend Zach and Will last night. I well, was we like, I don't know who. I'll tell you,
3: when Ted Danson came up to me and said, Hey, do you mind uh, Do you mind playing some Steely Dan? I said, sure, Ted. What's, what song do you want to hear? Do you want to hear Peg? And he said, no, I think...
2: Uh, think like the Fez. Nice Are
1: you
0: shirt.
2: serious? No, I'm not serious.
3: <laughs> oh
0: no. Yo, Are but did you, you
2: hear this? Did you hear about speaking of Prague before we have to wrap it up? Did you hear that Sherman Helmsley had like an acid uh speaking of Prague because he was a huge Prague fan, but he had an acid uh, laboratory in his basement at his house when he died. Whoa. Yeah, he was like making LSD. Wow. wow. I
0: heard he was a Prague rock fan. Huge Prague Rock uh, fan. Yeah, went on loved that. Gong,
2: like loved all those Gentle Giant. Is that Sherman Helmsley? Is that George Jefferson?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah.
3: yeah. How come no one made the "he's moving on up" comment there?
0: Because it's been—it was made on Twitter, like yeah. ten thousand times. You're new to Twitter, right? <laughs> don't you?
3: When I follow you, I just have I Follow um, you?
2: All right. I followed Kevin, and then he was like, "You don't follow me," and made a big deal. And then he didn't follow me back, but now he does. It's like, I do, I do different people, follow different people each week. You got Kevin on this show. You got to get Kevin on this show, too. Dude, you need Kevin on this show.
3: He's, he's
0: not going to do much. Yeah. He's 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 basically going to, like, he's he would be scared to be on this. <laughs> Yo, here it is.
2: Here it is. You, K. Drew, B.T., Brian Taylor.
3: Oh, yeah, that's Crossing a good one.
2: Park. You got to be there. Uh, I would be hiding under the table. That's why. <laughs> I'll be there. That would be a good one. It'd be insane. It uh, would I be
3: g- insane. I would. I'll one. tech for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here, here, when he teched for us. <laughs> Brendan tech for us one tour. Oh uh,
3: yeah, the Sloan tour across yeah. Canada. I drove. You did everything. Kudos when we, I have... asked Chris
2: Murphy one time if fucked up to go on tour opening for Sloan, and he said no, because when we brought Danko out, we realized it's not good to have a more high energy band opening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we didn't do that. I mean, we went over well, but it was a Sloan they we didn't
2: I I that's what Chris told me. Chris he was is... just being polite. He's like, Bro, I just don't want cool. to.
0: Chris has
3: his own. I think Chris should be on I this. I think Danko was selling a lot of a lot of merch on that tour. Yeah,
1: we're doing all right. It,
0: it was, was yeah. Oh, we gotta wrap it yeah, up. these
1: guys got? Let's just
3: get a look at the spreadsheet from that tour.
1: <laughs> I can pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, how are we gonna
0: wrap this up? Uh thank you uh, for yeah. having me. Hey, name droppers, let's go have lunch with Jello by Africa. <laughs> 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 I'm terrified of your eyes, it can be so cold.